hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. Well, today's episode will be wonderful, I promise. We're going to be digging around in testimonies in because we're in the transition from the letter Ion to the letter Pay, which is just absolutely spectacular in so many different ways. Um, definitely wonderful. So before we get into verse 129 that we're going to talk about today, I think it's good to just get an idea of what in the world is the letter Pay. And if you look at the letter Pay, you get this idea of a face or a mouth, and the letter itself is quite often a com- uh, associated with the presence. You can even hear that P that's in the word presence. And so you get this idea of the presence or the face of God um, and how significant that is biblically when he turns his face upon you. That's the blessing. And so in so many different ways, that presence of God, that letter pay, uh, has to do with God's face, with God's mouth, because out of his mouth came the utterances, obviously, that brought us into existence and so many other things. They're just absolutely spectacular <laughs> in so many different ways when you think about that letter pay. And the idea, uh, as we have been studying God's vision, you know, in the letter Ion, um, that when we engage his vision, so to speak, then he can turn his face, and when he does, that brings this light, which is his blessing, and he can be himself, and, and so can we. It has to do with our identity, and the more we see the light, so to speak, as he turns his face towards us, the more he can turn back towards us. So, you know, that whole thing is just um, a spectacular image as we get to study this, as we, again, switch over in transition from the iron that we talked about God's vision now today in verse 129 we start the pay so that verse in English reads the first this would be the wisdom anointing in other words here's the wisdom of that letter pay and oh my goodness is it full of wisdom (laughs) yes Um, it comes together so many different actual Psalms and so many verses we've already studied are all spoken in these few words And so here we go, 129. Thy testimonies are wonderful. (laughs) Therefore doth my soul keep them. Well, you know, the idea is almost that of, you know, if you think about the 13th Psalm, which God had me memorize actually before I started the 119th Psalm. (laughs) I memorized it early last year. But when you you think about the letter pay, now listen to that verse. Um, psalm, at least the first few verses of that psalm, and how they relate to this idea of God's face, because it says, you know, how long will you forget us, O Lord? (laughs) How long, you know, forever? How long will you hide your face from us? And I love this. How long, how long will we seek counsel in our souls, having sorrows in our hearts daily? (laughs) In other words, without God's presence, you know, we're sitting there trying to get our own counsel, and believe me, we're going to have sorrows daily. <laughs> so this is a call for the pay. This is a call for the face of God. The whole psalm is. And how, then he says, how long will our enemy be exalted over us? And then, oh, my goodness, listen to what happens. He says, consider, Lord, and listen, lighten our eyes, lest we sleep the sleep of death. So you see the picture? As he turns his face towards us, it lightens our eyes so we don't sleep the sleep sleep of death. 
And, and so this idea of testimonies, when you think about it, it says that they're wonderful. And, and as we studied, you might remember the first verse of the nun section, well, our souls are, are connected to that letter nun, our nefesh, right? And you remember the first verse of the nun section was, thy word is a lamp unto our feet, right? Because it has to do with our souls need this light that comes when he turns his face towards us. And, and throughout, once you begin to see this, our souls are a believing machine. And they're, 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 the idea is that, that we want to believe in God. And as we believe in him, we can see the light. We can, we can begin to, because the first utterance he made, right, was let there be light. And why? Because that's what our souls need in order to see. It's a beautiful thing. So they, and, and we're going to see the, the understanding of this when we get to the understanding verse tomorrow or the next episode when we, whenever we do that. But the idea here is my soul is going to keep them because your soul's a believing machine. So it naturally, when it sees the face of God in some testimony, in some eyewitness account, which is what a testimony is, either in his word, which is what the psalmist is talking about here, or even in your life, your soul hangs on to those as, as John Bunyan brilliantly described in A Pilgrim's Progress, right? I mean, read um, that section of Pilgrim's Progress where Christian is going up the hill of difficulty. He drops his scroll, which is his testimony, and he's lost because that's what that's your that's your believing based on what you've seen your your own experience of God through his word or through your life is how you know you get to see the wonder of what God is doing throughout so many different things and and so as we consider the transition from the pay uh, back now to the to I mean when we consider the transition of the iron back now to the pay I, I I want to go back to where we just were in our last episode, right? <laughs> where we were talking about it's time, Lord, to work, you know, for they make void thy law. This idea, and then it led to the two therefores. Well, think about it in your own life, right? When you had that happen, where you got so frustrated because you knew you weren't able to do something, you know, it was, and you knew God knew that needed to do something, do something, do something. And you called out to God because you knew that you didn't have the wherewithal to do it. And right after you called out to him, he gave you the dignity of <laughs> taking part in, in what it is that his solution now is, is he does his work. Because we, we talked about that yesterday, right? That, that um, Or we talked about it in the last episode, if you listened to it, that the last verse in the ion section is... Therefore, I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. In other words, as I meet with God, as I'm calling out screaming because he needs to work, <laughs> you know, in that meeting, right, he is going to tell you the right way to go. And so, as we talked about yesterday with my story with the battery, and I, I literally, as I think about this concept of when I've run out of myself and turned to God and, and he just shows up, it's amazing. I've got just lots, and my soul keeps those because they're wonderful. You saw God show up, and it's so wonderful. So <laughs> I hope this doesn't disturb some of you, but I have this story that is just a common thing that happens all the time, that you lose something or you can't find something, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's time, God, to work. I've got to have this, and whatever it is, I'm, you know, I think that I need it. And, 
and, and you turn to him in a precept, right? Because as you meet with God, then he, he finally, <laughs> as he turns his face, he begins to shine some light. So I am a deer hunter, and one time I shot a deer, and I chased that deer literally all night. I'm making a very long story short. I chased the deer. I tracked it. I shouldn't say I chased it. I never saw the deer after I shot it, except I went for miles and miles because I wanted to make sure that this animal wasn't hurt out in the woods and, and that, you know, I wouldn't lose it because, you know, I believe in taking advantage and, and you know, I asked the deer to give their life for me. I want to eat it and, and, and all that should be done with the deer. So I'm hunting, hunting, hunting diligently, and I literally hunt all night long. And I get to a place where I know he's, he, he, was, he has to be close because I know I've, tra- I've trailed him long enough that, that this should be it. But the, the, the trail that I'm trailing just runs out and he's nowhere to be found. And, and so I went back home about 3 o'clock in the morning and went to bed knowing that I needed some sleep. I got up the next morning about 6, went back out to the woods, you know, searched and searched till about 10 o'clock, about four more hours. <laughs> and then, and then... It's time, Lord, to work, right? Then I prayed. I literally got down on my knees. I said, God, I know you don't want this animal just left out in the woods to be wasted. And I know that, that you allowed me to harvest it because this was part of your plan. Where, where is he? <laughs> I, I've, I've run out of my, I've figured it out. I can't do this on my own. So show me where he is. If I didn't experience this with my own eyes, I wouldn't believe. But I've seen it and my soul's hung on to it ever since. I stood right up walked literally because the woods that he was in was a really really deep pine woods and you literally couldn't see 10 feet one way or the other but i stood up from where i prayed i walked 10 feet in one straight direction walked straight to the deer if i if i hadn't seen it i wouldn't believe it and there it was i'll never forget it as long as i live maybe you've had that happen with keys maybe you've happened happened with something but here's what i want you to get obviously it's a it's a picture of the iron right it's time lord to do something and now we meet with him and he gives us the right way but your soul keeps that because you sensed god was paying attention to your life and you know he's there watching and he turned his face with you for just that moment and you got to see it and now your soul keeps it and it is wonderful to me that's a picture of the transition again between the the miracle verse of the iron into the wisdom of the pain